learning the frequencies of your soul's destiny is your duty. Who are you to deny your soul the expression of its chosen higher frequency? Who are you to allow your ego and other people in society dictate how you fulfill that destiny? Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned with Human Design, a podcast dedicated to helping you use your energy to attract the energy of money into your life and business. I'm Danielle, a retired registered nurse turned human design expert and mentor. I take time in this podcast to discuss, contemplate, and decode some of the mysteries around our unique energy and around the energy of money. Subscribe to never miss an opportunity to awaken to your true potential and expand your wealth consciousness in life and in business. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This has been a busy last few weeks for us. We are still in our Airbnb. And we are about to get ready to leave for Hawaii. In fact, I think when this recording comes out, we may be in Hawaii. So that's a lot of fun. And, you know, vacations like that were never really an option for me. I mean, I think the biggest vacation we took as a child was Las Vegas, (laughs) which was like three hours from our home because I'm from California. And so like the biggest place we went was Las Vegas and Lake Mead in Las Vegas. And so it feels really fun to be able to just say to my family, let's go to Hawaii. Let's plan Hawaii. And I remember when I gave it to the, I I gifted this to the children, to the children, me and my ex-husband gifted. I feel weird calling him ex-husband now. It's like soul partner in life. (laughs) We gifted the kids this uh, Hawaii vacation on Christmas and they all looked at us like we had just walked them into Walt Disney World and they were the only ones in the park and they felt like like a dream had come true for them. And I didn't even anticipate their reaction being so enamored, just so overwhelmed with gratitude and just in awe that we were able to come together as um, parents again and provide them with that kind of like vacation for their lives. So this is what we're up to right now is we're kind of we're trying to plan for Hawaii and we also need to find another Airbnb to stay in because the house renos are going a couple weeks longer than they um, originally were. But that's OK, because I added a master bathroom. So it's not anybody's fault that Danielle going in going, you know what, I want this now. And that's the beauty of this whole experiment experiment now is now I know that just because I want something, I get to have it right and the money to support it comes i don't i don't look at everything i want in my life and go well it's too expensive so i can't want it uh no i want it and i'll think about how much it costs later like i don't care about how much it costs anymore and that's i mean that's literally how it goes and one of the books i'll recommend you read because i know this sounds like crazy to pretty much everybody sometimes it still does sound crazy to my family but It's called Busting Loose from the Money Game. It's written by Robert Scheinfeld. And I didn't find this book until just recently in December. But I had been living my life like this for over a year when I found the book. And I was like, oh, you mean other people live like this too? And I just had no idea because no one's out there telling anybody. Or, you know, of course no one's out there telling anybody. You guys, if people in authority, government, teacher, anyone, People in authority, religious leaders, you think about this. If they told you that abundance was your birthright, that you really didn't have to not get what you want because you didn't have to worry about thinking about the price tag, if they told you that, our whole society would be different. You have to be sold that lie. You have to be sold that lie for everything to work the way they want it to. Now, they think of they as government, like I said, religious leaders big money corporations, big pharma, all of that, okay? You have to believe that for their life, their matrix to work, okay? So 
kind of something to contemplate there at minute, I don't know, two in the podcast. (laughs) All right. So this week, I'm going to talk about the Gene Keys, and I'm going to walk you through my contemplation practice for the study of the Gene Keys in your human design chart. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to make an announcement, and I want to hear from every single one of you. I don't care if my DMs are full. I don't care if my email gets full. You guys, I want to hear from you. The announcement at the end of the podcast is quite potentially going to rock your world. At least I hope it will. And if I don't hear from anybody, I know it won't. (laughs) But I just have this thing that I'm going to, I want to try and I want to get feedback on it before I go all in on it. And you will have the first opportunity to get in on this. And I'll go into it at the end of the podcast. Okay. So let's talk about the gene keys. All right. So the gene keys are in your human design chart. And there's also separate profile and websites, all the study. Jinkies are its own study in itself, but I'm talking about it within the human design chart, okay? So when you're looking at your chart, again, this is another episode you're probably gonna wanna pull your chart out for and follow along with me. These are the larger numbers in these red and black boxes that sit on either side of your body graph, okay? So these are the numbers like, you know, one through 64 that sit in these boxes. And these keys are another way of learning who you are and what your soul came to experience, okay? The qualities and experiences of these keys really reveal a lot about why you do the things you do, why you behave the way you do, why you feel triggered, why you make decisions, why you get in and out of relationships. Basically, this reveals everything about who you are at a conscious and unconscious level. Okay, so conscious is I'm completely aware. I know I do this. Unconscious is had no idea and I thought everybody operated that way. So I'll be walking you through my own gene key contemplation process, which is the same one I walk my clients through. And I'll be giving you lots of journal prompts to go through as you enter into really the magic of contemplating your own keys. Okay, so again, you will probably want to listen to this once and then maybe come back and listen to it again where you can pause it and write down the journal prompts. These journal prompts really do allow your mind to open and allow for um, magic. (laughs) That's how I call it. It's like magic. Like, oh, I never even thought that. And it kind of came out of nowhere. Didn't come from nowhere. It came from your soul. It came from your energy. But, you know, that's what that's the word we like to use is it feels like magic when it's when it's so easy and effortless. Now, remember, I had to figure this all out for myself. No one was teaching how to contemplate these gene keys except for Richard Rudd himself. Right. When I was looking back then, I really didn't understand even what he was saying. I, I, like, I had to look up what contemplation even meant. I had to take what I did understand and find a way to access the information in these keys that made sense to me. And that process is what I'm going to go through today for you. All right. So the genetic codes, the gene keys, are a string of codes that are embedded in your DNA makeup. These codes are designed to evolve themselves through the expression of you. So like it or not, Each gene key is looking to learn itself from the shadow to the gift and ultimately to the expression of the city through the vessel that is you, okay? I know this is going to be a lot, but follow me here. I really want to show you how to honor this process for yourself and learn to grow with it so that you don't spend precious time resisting or shaming yourself for the experiences that you've had so far. You can't escape this DNA evolution, so it's best to just learn about them, lean into them, and become conscious of the ways the shadow tries to infiltrate your life more and more. And just like you can't help or do anything about your left arm growing, you can't do anything about the evolution of the key here. Your work with them is to contemplate what they mean, like each aspect of the genetic code the shadow, the gift, and the city, and move through them. 
For my contemplation practice and the purpose of the work that I do with myself and my clients, I don't worry too much about spending deep contemplation on the city aspect of these keys. I mostly focus on the gift and shadow aspects. The city is a state of being, which happens naturally as the evolution of the energy moves from shadow through gift to city. Like I read the city, um, but I follow the process I'm going to teach you here. I do this every day and then I allow the energy of the key to be in whatever frequency it decides to show up and I work my way through it from there. You don't put effort into trying or making yourself evolve through these frequencies, okay? This isn't something we force ourselves to do. We can't force our evolution. You do it naturally and in divine timing. And that was huge for me because I had to learn not to try with these keys. Like I was the person who went out, made things happen. I didn't wait to respond. I thought life was moving too slow, so I had to go push it, make it happen faster for me. And so my work with these keys was to slow down and allow the evolution process to happen as it needed to. So if you can relate, then watch yourself as you go into your gene key study. Don't allow your ego to run the show here. Like making you think you're in this competition with evolution. Because you guys, the ego, again, it will try to make your learning process one that needs to be compared with others or judged as good or bad. And if it can, it will. So all you have to do really is remain neutral and open throughout the contemplation process. Like my family always makes fun of me because I'm always saying, hmm, isn't that interesting? Right? I'm saying, isn't it interesting? Instead of saying things like, well, that makes me really mad. Or I'm super disappointed about that. And I'm, I'm unhappy. Or even I'm really happy about that. I like that a lot. Like all of those Put definition and expectation on a frequency instead of allowing so that we learn. And I allow all aspects of my genetic makeup to express themselves through me without any attachment to how they feel or what they may look like to others. Now, this is where the work is, right? Because naturally, of course, I want to attach to what's good and amazing and blissful. But really, in order for me to sit in duality and really understand and observe and to allow for emotional neutrality to rule my life instead of chaotic up and down frequency, that's the work. I have to just allow without attachment. And allowing the full expression of both the gift and shadow frequencies of your gene keys make evolution a process that happens and isn't blocked or resisted. My process is what has worked for me for over five years, and of course, it's still evolving. It's always evolving, but I will walk you through this process, and this is the process I take my clients through so that you can take what calls to you and start applying it for yourself or tweaking it as you go. Like, take this process and start taking it into your own life and tweaking it how you want, okay? This isn't like a perfect, you have to do it this way or it doesn't work kind of process, so all right, so grab some, you know, things to take notes with. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to also walk you through my own personal study and experience with my sun gate gene key, which is gate 29. That way you can actually take what I say here and apply it, you know, dissect it for yourself for your own gene key study. Okay, because now is the time for you to step into these genetic codes as your destiny not just like something fun to learn, okay? This is your destiny. So it is your duty not to just learn them, but use them and, and really evolve them daily, okay? You can also grab your Gene Keys profile chart on the Genetic Matrix site that I also have linked below in the show notes. Um, you can also go to Richard Rudd's website, thegenekey.com. I think it's genekeys.com. Um, it's a ton of knowledge, right? Um, but you you will need a copy of the Gene Keys book, which is also written by Richard Rudd. You can find that on Amazon or on his website. So the first thing I do is 
I look at my chart and I just find the key that's calling to me, right? So it may be sitting in a planet sign that interests me or maybe an energy center that I'm looking to learn more about or maybe it's just a number that's just always grabbed my attention. And then using me as an example, let's look at the sun gate, which is the top right corner of the body graph. It's that re- that black box on the right side. It's the conscious sun gate. And for me, that gene key is 29. So then you take the number 29, you look in the gene keys book under 29, and you start from there. Okay. And the reason the sun grabbed my attention at first, like in the very first early years of me studying my human design, was because I've always loved the sun. I am a Leo sun in astrology. And I read in my early days of human design study that the sun energy was 70% of our energy. And this is where the magnetism sits. And I was at a desperate place in my life to finally start figuring out magnetism because I was not magnetic to the things I wanted to be. I was magnetic to the things that I did not like. So and then, you know, after doing the contemplation work here with this particular gate, it's definitely true. And so that actually wound up in the wealth codes is because the, you know, the sun gate is works for everybody the same. Okay, and then remember, you want to do each of these steps over a 24-hour period, okay? This allows for the subconscious mind to integrate what it's learning into conscious awareness. This isn't a process of hurrying up and learning. This is a process of learning while integrating. And for me, I just feel our brains and nervous systems need about 24 hours, maybe even longer sometimes, to catch up with what we expose it to every day, especially when the work is going into deep destiny type energy. Okay, and then again, I have to I have to use this disclaimer with my people because I had to use it with me too. This isn't something you can do wrong. This is the study of you. And this is the book you will never stop reading about yourself. The contemplation work is done over a lifetime and will be moved through as your soul evolves. You can't rush it. You can't do it right. You can't do it wrong. So all you perfectionists out there, don't even think this will be a pretty perfect process that I will get done in about four weeks time. Do not go all or nothing on this work. Do not expect miracles overnight. Expect to learn about the aspects of you that you that you like, the ones you don't like, and the things that you're learning that you want to be more of, and even the ones that really embarrass you, okay? All right, so day one, or like the first thing that you want to do when you're setting up a gene key practice for yourself is you want to make room and time for this contemplation work. So you want to set aside workspace, you want to set aside time in your day, and you want to, I always recommend about 30 to 45 minutes for each sitting. So I recommend starting in the morning, And I also recommend getting a separate notebook or journal, kind of a thick one, um, because you'll want to put all your gene key study in one place. But this will come in really handy in like three years when you're like, wait, I need to go look back at that. Okay. I like to use different colored pens, highlighters. You know, you want to get a bookmark for the gene keys book that you're going to go in and study. And then one of the things I really love to do next is I look to see what energy center that this key sits in, okay? And then you want to write that down, like um, 29 sits in the sacral center. So I write that down, like gate 29, sun gate in the sacral center. Um, And then as you're sitting there in the morning, like maybe you light a candle, you have a crystal next to you or something like you're just enhancing energy. So candles, water, altars, all those things, all that does is enhance energy. It enhances intuitive awareness, And that's the time you want to call on your highest self, okay? You want to call on your highest self. I always say, energy of an equal or greater intelligence than my own who holds perspective I cannot see. I am asking you to be a part of this study at this time. And I welcome your insight. And I am honored to be the vessel of your evolution. And I move my ego out of the way to allow you to come through now. Okay, it's very simple, right? And you can come up with your own, your un, your own invocation. Then you want to, you know, kind of muse over, okay, the energy center means this to me right now. Like I'll write a few words down describing 
the energy center in my notebook. And then I'm going to go and see what planet the gene key sits in. And then I'm going to write down that. Like the sun energy means this and this and this to me. It shows up in this. I love to be in the sun. I love warm weather. I'm not really sure why. Like things like that, okay? You're not, again, it's nothing right or perfect. Now that's on day one, okay? Now notice I didn't say go read the gene key day one. Okay, that's day one. Day two is read the gene key. Now, you read it through once. You don't hang on every word. You don't allow it to overwhelm you. You just read it through. You, you do it without any expectation. You're not trying to make it mean anything. Nothing. Okay, you're just getting through reading it, right? Calm, centered, allowing 30 to 45 minutes for you to read one gene key. Okay, then put the book down. Okay, you heard me. No more. That's it. Because you're allowing 24 hours in between this for your subconscious to start integrating like, oh, here we are. We're remembering now what our destiny is. Wow. Okay. Wonder what's going to happen tomorrow, right? You're waking your energy up to this. And then the third day, you want to read the gene key again. But this time, you want to only read the shadow aspects. Okay. So this is where you're going to grab an actual highlighter and then highlight what stands out to you in the shadow aspects. All right, you're going to want to notice what the repressive and reactive characteristics of this frequency say to you, okay? So here are some journal prompts. So write these out, and then I want you to really answer them honestly without placing any shame or judgment on the answers that, that come through, okay? Because remember, you're working with your highest, most divine intelligence, and there's things that need to come up through the shadow work that really allow you to see what may be running the show for the background. So you don't want to judge it and shame it away because that just makes it unsafe for it to show up and give you information. All right, so here's some questions. Where has the shadow shown up in my life before? What area of my life is it affecting most right now? And if I had to guess why, what would it be? Where do I sit in this shadow on a scale of one to five? Five being like it totally takes over my life and one is, yeah, I mean, I can remember being there, but I'm not so much there anymore. What does staying in the shadow do for me? What parts do I like about the shadow and why? What parts do I not like about the shadow and why? What aspects feel safe and unsafe about this shadow to me? And what does the shadow aspect of myself need from me in order to evolve into a higher frequency. Okay. So those are the questions. I mean, there are so many more, you guys. I could have literally, I could do a podcast on the gene. I could do just a separate podcast on the gene keys, but I'm not doing that. Find that from someone else. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the one going to do that. All right. Now day four. Okay. So that's a lot, right? In one day, 30 to 45 minutes, you're going to sit in shadow. Like, and that may not be fun. I'm telling you, it was like not fun for me. It's like, wow, Danielle, you're a real asshole. Like. You're mean to your kids. You're a bitch to everyone in the world. <laughs> it was just, wow, Danielle, you're an asshole. It was one of those moments for me. It was a real come to Jesus moment. Now, the fourth day, you want to move into the gift portion of the jinky. And then you want to highlight what stands out to you there. And then here are some questions that you want to answer in your journal. Okay. In what areas of my life do I see the gift frequency here? Where do I sit in this frequency on a scale of 5 to 10 right now? Okay, 5 is, I'm pretty low here, but I can see it. 10 is all the freaking time. I'm always here. Okay, and when I'm saying frequency, this is a state of consciousness because sometimes, a lot of times, we aren't really aware of our shadow. Like we're, Before I knew about victim consciousness, I wasn't aware that I sat there and operated my life there. So it wasn't until you become aware. So this stuff might be like, well, I remember it being here, but I can't really tap into it right now. It doesn't mean that it's wrong or anything. It's just mean you're just getting to know it. Okay, here's the next question. Where do I resist the gift frequency? Why do I resist the gift? What aspects of this gift feel safe or unsafe to me? 
in what ways have I been told that the gift frequency I carry was too much, too big, not possible, or even made fun of? In what ways do I allow any guilt or shame to keep me from this frequency? What is the gift frequency asking from me right now? What does it need to express itself more fully? Okay, again, deep stuff, deep stuff. And then day five, right? You're giving it 24 hours to settle in, maybe even longer, guys. I'm serious. Like this, this contemplation work is lifetime work. Um, depending on where you are in your life, for me, I was at a complete state of rock bottom and I had absolutely nothing else to do with my time except for this work. I did not have a career to go to. I was leaving my lawsuit. No, I hadn't left the lawsuits yet, but that was literally all I was doing was fighting lawsuits and being a mother. And she was, you know, my daughter was older. So I wasn't like in the kitchen. You know, she could cook for herself and clean for herself. So I get it that some of you don't have the luxury of time when you're mothers and maybe working full time or even part time trying to get your business going. This work will take just more of your time. So it's really important to get intentional with how you're using your time. So I get it, but it's important to set that time aside every single day, even if you have to make it like 20 minutes. It's just you have to train your energy that you're going to be available for what it has to share with you. All right. And then day five, you want to go back and you want to read the city portion. Okay. And then through that, you want to highlight what stands out to you there. And then you can answer these questions. In an ideal life, I would sit at, and then blank, like fill in the blank here, frequency. Okay, so would you sit in shadow, gift, city, what aspects of them? You just want to kind of muse over the answer here. Okay, what times in my life have I experienced a similar frequency to the city frequency? What does the city frequency mean to me? What does it feel like? How, high, how have I interpreted this frequency in the past? Okay. And then after you've done that, you want to then thank your highest self for bringing the map of who it is to you. This is your soul's destiny map. Okay. So it's, you want it. I mean, I say that and laugh because I'm like, we need to sit in reverence that this has come into our awareness right now. Like there is no accident. All of this stuff came in and became so big and so popular right now. Like nobody's really saying that Gene Key study and human design study is woo-woo anymore. <laughs> I think it's funny because it's not woo-woo. It's just woo-woo is what we say when we don't understand something. Like, come on, I actually understand this way more than I understand why we do what we're doing with government and pharma and everything there. This makes way more sense to me. So you want to thank your highest self. You're creating a relationship. Now you guys are a team. You're like, yes, we've done it. Let's do it again. Like, thank you for being there for me. Okay. And then again, you want to allow the city frequency to just kind of sit in your awareness and integrate in as it needs to. And on day six, you want to honor what you have discovered about yourself, right? And it's going to keep revealing itself to you over the next few days. But you want to take what you've learned and you want to start looking at ways that you can in integrate what needs to be changed, okay? Integration is the work here, okay? Start releasing like the people, the addictions, the habits, environments, that are not serving your ability to sit in this gift frequency. You want to start making plans that you are implementing every day that honor your integration process. And so for gate 29, the shadow is half-heartedness and the gift is commitment. And this gate sits in my sacral center, yours too. <laughs> it sits in the sacral center. And again, I'm looking at my conscious gate sun here. So to me, after days of contemplation here, this became a journey of looking inward at all the ways I'm not 
following through on my commitments, like by showing up half-heartedly and looking at how that way of living in gate 29 was affecting my life. So I took some inventory on my relationships, my money, my career, the relationship I had with myself, the relationship I had with my health and my body. I looked at this relationship that I now saw as a teamwork effort when I discovered that this is a soul's destiny, right? It was pretty sobering to realize like how much I had let my soul down by living a life of half in and half out, okay? It's like the sacral energy is best used when I enter into this enthusiastic commitment and I stay there until the natural cycle ends. Not just because I'm like, eh, nope, done now. I'm designed to commit when everyone else thinks it's crazy. And I'm designed to follow through with everything I commit to, regardless of how uncomfortable it makes anyone else. And I had been wasting my sacral energy, burning it out on a career that I was no longer committed to. And I was in and out of relationships with men that I definitely felt very half-hearted about. I was living almost every aspect of my design out of alignment, except for one thing. I was always committed to this unrelenting search for the truth. And that commitment to truth led me to find human design. And then that discovery led me to this path that I'm on now. Learning the frequencies of your soul's destiny is your duty. Who are you to deny your soul the expression of its chosen higher frequency? Who are you to allow your ego and other people in society dictate how you fulfill that destiny? It is no one's business how you choose to live into the destiny that is calling you. It is evolving through you. It is only yours. And your work is then to find people who can help you do that more and more and more on purpose and with intention. And then releasing the ones who have no desire to go with you and creating space, right, in your environment for the life and the frequency that you were meant to live in. The gene keys are a huge part of the human design experiment. I use them to help me in every aspect of my life, my business, and my relationships. And this is what I help my clients look for answers with. And I help them to integrate what they find through the human design experiment and with the gene key contemplation work. And this is where I've pulled some of the wealth codes from, right? Like the prosperity sequence is a part of the gene keys. The higher states of consciousness Allow money magnetism to be a byproduct when you use them in business, right? Because business is just, this is my portal of serving the world through. So the portal then opens both ways. A portal doesn't just open one way. It's open both ways. So service goes out, money comes in. The study of these gene keys start to allow your sales conversations to be something that you feel honored to take part in. Your marketing writes smoother. You find out who you are here to serve, so you stop wasting time trying to serve everyone. And your business becomes something you feel honored to be a part of. It's like no longer this thing that you have to show up Monday through Friday, nine to five to go through every day against your will. Okay? Like I said, I don't even know what day it is. I know it's today is Saturday, but I don't care. I don't care. I'm showing up every day using this energy. I love it. I can't wait to do it. And after learning exactly who my fractal line was, I stopped talking to everyone. I started talking to the ones who are here to be served by me. And I started honoring the sales process, right? And and then I wrote copy that spoke to the ones who were ready to change their lives. And I owned the value of my service myself first. And my pricing drama left the building. Like all of that worry about, well, how much am I charging? And will somebody be able to afford this? 
all of that was gone. And when that left, the money came flowing in. I created each day in my business with intention, right? Where the first thing in my brain was every morning wasn't and isn't even still. Oh, did I book a consult? Is there going to be an email with a consult call waiting for me? Where are the clients coming from? Oh, no. What do I say on social media today? Where's my next dollar? I'm afraid. None of that took up my brain from the beginning because I didn't allow it to. Like, again, you guys, I was, it couldn't get any worse than where I am. So I'm going to choose that it can't get any worse than where I am and it can only get better. And so guess what? It only got better. Okay, it's a choice and I believe. See, all this stuff is really, really easy and actually pretty intuitive when you just start getting out of your own way. And then I became so sufficient in the abundance of my gift energy that I began to have space to take others with me and then more space for more women and then even more. And the growth of my business started to exceed any idea I ever had. And it still does. In fact, I've just decided to stop expecting anything. Okay, I just allow now. And that's what I do with my private clients. I help these women break through the limiting shadow frequency in a way that is like forcing or pushing or even hustling, right? We start looking at it with reverence and with compassion. And then we move through the shadow energy together so that the gift energy is something that they feel safe moving into and then allow themselves to stay in it consistently. When you stay consistent in the frequency of your wealth, your money finds you. It finds you through the people who come to you to receive the value that you carry within you. And a lot of time in my work with my private clients is spent on working out that shadow. Like the last few VIP days I've done, we were cl- I'm closing down the VIP days, but I still have a few that I'm just finishing out with some of the, the clients that signed up toward the end of last year. And what I'm realizing is happening is I'm actually channeling energy from your highest self to you so that, or to my clients, so that your, the clients are like, oh, I, yeah, that's it. And that doesn't have to be the truth any longer. So it's like, I'm connecting to the part of you that wants to be healed and I'm just giving you permission to do it. Dang, I wish somebody was able to do that for me when I was spending all these years just in and out of frustration. And I mean, a lot of anger and health issues and addictions and men that I just didn't like, right? So a lot of time is spent on working the shadow out. And by work, I mean, we address it, we're giving it attention, we're understanding it, we're holding compassion for it, and we're allowing it to be something that no longer needs to run the show of your life. The shadow is just a part of you that it's like a small child or like, like I imagine it being like my little, he's a very cute dog, but he's a, a little black morky. His name's Mojo. And he just wants attention and compassion all the time. Like he's always in your face like, hey, pay attention to me, pay attention to me, pet me, pet me. It's like, that's what I imagine our shadow doing, especially when we find a tool like human design and the gene keys. It's like that little irritating kid or dog is just asking for your attention. Now, compassion is the frequency. It's a state of frequency. It's a state of consciousness that moves the shadow out of the driver's seat of your life. And it allows the gift frequency to start driving your life full time. And then once the contemplation work is done, I mean, it's never really done, but once you finish that first round of contemplation work with each key, then I want you to spend about a month noticing where this shadow and gift frequency shows up and observe it with, you know, like curious. You want to get curious around, hmm, what? it's interesting. What is it that you need? So start with 29. So I began to notice this commitment energy so strongly when I started to pay attention. I was like, I was asking my kids and my friends about this commitment energy that I carried. I would just ask them, like, how do you see my level of commitment and my energy behind my commitment? And through that, I was further able to really integrate the shadow of this half-heartedness frequency that had still been sneakily running the show. And the shadow was very subtle in a lot of ways. Like I realized that in my daily workouts, 
I was really only showing up half house and I was doing his daily workout because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to show up every day and move your body as a sacral, you know, authority. And that's just what you do. But what I realized was I really didn't like it. It was boring and I would hurry through it and then I would hurry through it the next day. And I was like, yeah, that's half-hearted. Nope, that can't be an option any longer. Like, okay, it's not convenient sometimes (laughs) to not be half-hearted. Sometimes I want to be like, screw it. I'm not doing it. But I know that when I do that, I allow half-hearted frequency to start subtly, little by little, moving in and running the show of my life. And I just can't do that. You know, I realized that for years I'd hated being a nurse. And that realization took me on a trail, on a path to find where else I had started with this commitment of being half-hearted. And I, I mean, it went back years. And then I leaned back into this commitment energy with my son energy as holding this space for me. Like it was just the sun was powerful and strong. And I knew that. And I knew I had the support of the sun. And when you give your soul this kind of attention, it will start showing you more and more of what is and what is not working. And it's up to you to move out of your own way and just start making room for more elevated frequency exposure. Okay, that's just the work. That's the work right there. And I have some clients who tell me, well, okay, well, I'm doing all the things that you're telling me to do. I'm sitting in meditation 20 minutes, no longer, no less, every minute, every day, and then nothing happens. And If this is sounding like you, I just want to remind you because this was how I was. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do my morning routine for, you know, what do they say out there? 20 minutes a morning. That's what I'm going to do. And what I realized was my highest self had different plans for how I was going to get to know and integrate my higher frequencies. And it took me three hours in the morning. So There's that. I hate to burst your bubble, but this might sound like you like, well, I'm doing all the right things. I'm doing meditation 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at night and just nothing's happening. And I have to remind you all, I have to remind everybody that this has really been a lifetime relationship that you have run a certain way up until now. So you've built this relationship with your shadow and your gift energy over a lifetime. and You've been either doing or ignoring, right, or overindulging in shadow aspects, um, like halfway doing the gift for years. And this kind of work only develops as we move through it layer by layer by layer on its own time. But it starts with us giving it time. Okay. And you know what? I'm just going to throw this in here because it just happened this past week with a client where it was this conversation. Well, I'm doing all the things I'm believing, I'm trusting, I know that there's divine timing and it's still not working. And, you know, I don't know if I conveyed it to her in that moment or how, but what that, what that energy speaks from is, okay, and I expect something to change even though I'm not really willing to do the work. I'm not willing to, willing to set the time um, that it takes to do it. I'm not willing to go all in. I'm not willing to um, let go of maybe the time I'm spending with doing other things in order to do this work. I'm willing to give it this amount of time and that's it. And then fix me, like change it all. And I'm here to say, <laughs> you have to be willing to do this work until, okay, until you're seeing the changes, not until April 14th at 12 p.m. because that's when you're going to go off the rails and go live in Bali. Like that's not how it works, guys. This work requires patience. And it's really only fast tracked when you work with someone who can hold space and guide you through this, right? That's why I love coaching so much because there's somebody else that can help me navigate back to my highest frequency. They don't take my bullshit. They don't take my half-hearted little subtle sneaky ways. I like to, you know, go around, get an easier maybe result in the short term, but short term, but sacrificing the long-term result that I'm really meant to get here. 
And coaching really does allow us to take the patience, to take patience, cultivate patience, cultivate time, right? And it saves us time and money in the long run. That's what it does. You get what you need to get you where you want to go by and through other people. That's the joke, y'all. None of us can do this thing called life without other people, you know? And I know that may make you feel uncomfortable or even defensive when I say that. Like, oh, you're just saying that, Danielle, because you want us to come work with you and pay you. Yeah, I am. (laughs) You know, and if I'm not the one that resonates with you, then find someone who does and do it. Like, okay, ego. Anyways, my son said that the other day because I said, oh, you should check out this thing. I just found it online. And I like literally... I had asked for, oh, can I find some herbs for this and this and this? And I said, Noah, I just found it the next morning. The universe just sent that to me. And he goes, yeah, but you got to be careful. People try to sell you stuff. And I go, yeah, because things with value cost money. And that is the human joke, guys. Everything that holds value costs money. Okay. It's never not going to cost money. And the, the time you take to like decide if the money is worth it or not, like that's your ego talking, by the way. That's your e- ego saying, oh, that's just too much money for that. Look, we don't need that. It's, it's too much money. Okay. Or you could look at it as, oh, wow, the universe just sent me exactly what I asked for. And it's just going to cost me $20 or $5,000, right? You see this? Like the the money thing is just you're going to look at it and your nervous system is going to tell you where you sit by the way you react to the dollar sign. That has nothing to do with somebody's trying to sell me something. Yeah, and I am glad they do. Like when I found that herb remedy, I was like, well, thank God somebody's figured it out because now I can just pay them and I get it without having to spend years and years learning Chinese medicine and acupuncture and have to go get another certification to figure it out for myself. Thank God somebody else did it. And then there's the internet to put me in touch with this person so that I can just pay them and get the product that works for me. Right. And then, of course, a lot goes in that. Like, of course, I trust that things come that easy for me. Like, I don't wait long for things to come. I don't have to. I just know that the next thing that comes is something for me to check against my authority. So the thing that you need to get you to this next level of your life is always going to be through someone else, right? And it's always going to be someone who can show you the way. And your job is in setting the intention and then making space for the guide or the teacher to show up. Because like that's this that's that saying like when the student is ready the teacher appears and then the next part of that story is but most of the time the student is so dense the student doesn't follow or ask the teacher how it can get help right because you've been told by everyone in your life that something somebody's trying to sell you something like what's wrong with that maybe there was something wrong with maybe somebody bought something that they really It wasn't for them. It wasn't in alignment for them. So now they carry a bad story on it. Don't let that be you. Okay. And getting through any shadow, right? Your gene key shadow in a compassionate, aligned, and authentic way allows for you to move towards the gift frequency experience quicker. Right. Like, so when I was learning my way towards an abundant mindset, I had to hire people to help me along the way. Like I had to learn how to create and cultivate an abundant mindset. And the first thing I had to do was I had to get EMDR therapy. And so I had to pay this therapist money in order for her to help me just initially get out of my own way. And I didn't know what that looked like or if it would even work. It felt really scary. It was like my first big investment in myself. Like I had $600 in my checking account and I told her, I can give you 500 because I just need 100 to get me and my daughter to next week to eat. Guys, that is how done 
I was with where I was in my life. It was no longer an option for me not to live into this desire and this destiny that I actually felt pulling me, but I just felt afraid to step into. I wasn't scared about the money. I was more afraid about what not doing, like what I was still doing, would not get me where I want to go. So I was still, I was most afraid of what not doing the thing would mean for my life, right? And not doing the thing meant I would stay exactly where I was and I would never get anywhere out of where I was. Like I didn't even care where I was going. I just wanted to get out of where I was. So I was on the road to finding abundance just because I asked for it and I set an intention and I had a desire to. And I just needed the next step. And she was the next step. I think I found her in a podcast or something. And I, she just happened to be like 30 minutes away from me and happened to have an appointment, like an availability, a continuous availability. And now if you call her, she's like two years out. So, I mean, that was divine timing for sure, for sure. And once you start moving forward, the universe responds using the law of cause and effect, right? The cause of you moving forward and taking action and getting out of your own way, meaning I'm, I know it's scary, but I'm still going to do this. The effect of that is, all right, I'm going to respond to you with more life. The universe just says, oh, there's, there's an energy creating more life for itself. I'm going to respond and support it. You can't escape the safety that comes from universal intelligence. And it, it isn't something that you even need to worry about. Like I know you've been taught that we have all been taught that we need to worry about being safe here and supported here, that the things we want really are hard to get and, you know, they're, it's too big and no one ever does it or like only the, a few people get to do that in their lives. But you just need to start leaning in and allowing the universe to bring you exactly what is next for you. Even if it takes more than 20 minutes in the morning with a new jinky process technique that you just learned, right? Even if it takes you three years of three hours every morning, you have to come from a place of there is no other option. I'm figuring this out and I'm no longer available for this shadow frequency to drive my life, okay? So it's your choice, right? It's always our choice. We are given free choice to let you know, money or someone's approval or your belief in time scarcity to stop you from taking action. And action starts with your decision to no longer be available for the thoughts and the energy that keep you in the shadows. It is your choice to release the story that supports the reason for you staying in the distraction of the shadow. Yes, shadow is a distraction from the truth of who you are. Okay? And you just get to decide. Okay, I'm going to move from shadow to gift. And the city, that frequency, that state of consciousness that kind of comes after gift frequency, I think we kind of just elevate in and out of it. You know, if we're lucky, here's human beings on this planet. But that's what naturally follows. There's not a step-by-step process to get, to get us there. All right. So that was a lot. I know. I know. I know. And I am still going to make an announcement just a few more minutes. But I just want to let you know that I am about to close my private coaching for the end of the year. So I want you to go right now and I want you to apply for coaching if what I'm saying is resonating and me resonates with you. I I want you to get out of your own way around the money, the time, even I'm scared. Like, what am I going to find out about myself? That was one of the things that um, I had to to look look at with, with a client of mine. And the truth is, the fear is always worse than you think it is. Like, the fear is fear on purpose, so it keeps you from doing the thing. But the truth of the experience is never as big as the fear makes it think that, makes you think that it is. And the recent breakthroughs that I've been experiencing with my clients have been blowing my mind. So the truth is what's happening now is I'm actually channeling your highest self. Like I mentioned it a little bit earlier in this podcast. You know, I am connecting so deeply with your energy when I am 
in my calls and in my um, container with you that I am al- allowing the energy to to transmission through me to you because the tr- your highest self is desperate for you to hear how she speaks to you, what she has to say, right? And because you're not listening and you're just like you're I've heard somebody say describe it like this like but how do I know if that's really her? Right? Well, I do because I don't have an attachment to it how you know or not know. So it comes through me and it comes and it comes to you and the and how you know it's for you is when I'm saying these words, it's words that you've been saying already in your head, but I had no idea that you were saying them. Like, how would I know what goes on in your head? That happens to my kids sometimes. And they're like, Mom, how do you know what's in my head? I'm like, well, there's this thing I do and I channel energy. And so that's the gift I bring to you. You know, and so if you're constantly sitting there going, I just don't know, what is she saying? I can't develop a relationship. Get coaching to develop that alone. That alone, like I talked to my highest self, we're investing in NFTs, we're buying Ethereum, we're doing shit. And it's because I have a connection with my divine intelligence that never steers me wrong. And I want that for you. So one of the things, here's the big announcement. Here's the big announcement. So one of the things I want to give you all something to respond to and feel invited into is because of these breakthroughs that I'm having, like, Literally, we have only had three or four calls with some of my clients, and I thought, okay, this is happening really quick, which is exactly what happened with Wealthy and Aligned, but a soap pattern I'm seeing. But what I'm thinking of doing is adding a second podcast for the week. And what I thought about doing for this second podcast is live hot seat coaching, where I just coach you, right? I know a few things about your human design chart, like maybe your energy type, your strategy, your authority. And maybe your profile, I don't even know if I need to know that much, but maybe I just, or maybe I even have your chart up. Like I'm working this out real time. I had your chart up and I have you on the phone and you bring me something that is really keeping you stuck with your money, with your business, okay, with your passion, with your desires. And I literally can walk you through that in 20 minutes because I am so connected to source, right? So I would totally keep your identity private. And I think I could do this in 20 minutes or less. And I think that would be very valuable for my fractal line to hear how and what it looks like when I'm coaching you and what it would look like to be in a container with me to do this every week. Like (laughs) one of my clients, we walked her through this, this credit card issue she was having with, with actual credit card debt. And so we walked her through this and she's like, if this was all I got for the entire time I'm with you, it was worth it. And I thought, wow. So that means every time she's going to get something like this. And then the next week we found $32,000 for her. I'm just, I'm saying you guys, this is why it feels like magic because it starts becoming like quick and fast and seemingly without effort. But all my clients are doing is they're showing up. They're investing in themselves and they're willing to take a look at things in a different way that they weren't doing before, but they always knew they should. Like that's the beautiful part is, like I said, I say things you already knew, but now because there's no way I would have known it, you're hearing it from your higher self and then you realize, who am I to not listen and finally do the thing? Yeah, so I'm seeing these breakthroughs in such a short amount of time that I really feel pulled to share more with all of you, my fractal line in the audience. You know, because if one person is going through something, there are definitely more of you dealing with something similar. And I personally always really liked when I could hear hot seat coaching because there was always something in the coaching that I would take home for myself. So if that's something that you would be interested in even taking part in, I think what we're going to do, if I get enough response from this podcast, like hit me in the DMs, hit me in the emails. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't care if you overload them. We will put you on a waiting list, like a first come. I'm not even joking. I will do this first come, first serve. I don't want to know anything really about you. I just want to put you on this list. And then we're going to then send out a schedule. I think that's how we're going to do it. We're going to send out a schedule and then you just book your time. And I give you first opportunity for time. And this is completely free as a way of my serving you 
with the thing that people find the most valuable about me, right? And you never know like what one coaching session, one would allow for you to create in your business. So, all right, my friends, until next week, cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. Thank you for listening. And if you know someone who could benefit from using human design and universal law in their life, it would mean the world to me if you would take just a few seconds and share this podcast with them. It allows me to reach even more people with the message that abundance is our birthright. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to help get money in the hands of soul aligned entrepreneurs. When soul aligned entrepreneurs make money, We change the world in massive ways.